You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting from the unceded territory of the Musqueam people, and this is Noise Complaint, a show where we host live bands in our station lounge. Today, our special guest is AKA Sublime. Here they are. Hello, everyone. Um, This is AKA Sublime on Noise Complaint. Um, Thank you so much for having me. We were supposed to start a bit earlier, but I had um, some issues getting here, so sorry if anyone's been on here expecting me at 6 p.m. Um, yeah, but I wanted to start off with a poem that I wrote. Um, basically, there was supposed to be some interview and then some music. Um, I'm only going to do the music portion live, and then we'll be recording an interview after, which will be added on to this episode later. But um, anyways, yeah. So yeah, I'll start with the poem, and then after that, I'll be going through um, my catalog of music. I'll be playing some songs from my last mixtape, FT Songs. I'll also be playing some tracks from um, Good Days and Bad Days, which is an EP I released in 2021, or I think I, yeah, 2021. And then, um, yeah, another little demo. And then I'm coming out with a new mixtape called Debris, and I will be um, doing some new tracks off of that. So thank you for having me again and enjoy. And yeah, I'll start off with a poem. Um, So The poem is called, Every Day is an Opportunity to Swim. So here we go. (laughs) Every day is an opportunity to swim. Money this, money that. Time is not real. We've been talking for three hours, silent for 40 minutes. Time is not real. Are you even listening to me? Mom said, don't leave the fridge open. Bring me a glass of water. How are you doing today? Close that door. Turn the lights off. The last they'll know of me is Unity Arts Collective, Intentional Silence, and my Irish goodbyes. It's the full moon tonight. What if I told you that I hated all of my friends? It's the full moon tonight. Time is not real. Every day is an opportunity to swim. I'm friends with the birds. I often find myself staying up late, watching the sunset. Supposed to say sunrise. (laughs) Time is not real. I flew places, I said things, things I have regret, things I have regret. I hate how my meds make me feel. Time is not real. I'm in LA. I wish you were here right now. Every day is an opportunity to swim when you're drowning. Nice to meet you too. Please don't ask me about Montreal. Um, Every day is an opportunity to swim. I rarely miss people. Maybe something's wrong with me. I flew places with all my things. The sun's orange, I'm crying. I was 24, you were 20. I was 24, you were 28. I was 24. You were. If money doesn't buy happiness, then how come I was on Sunset Boulevard, shining? 
Beverly Hills crying, Bel Air reminiscing. Every day is an opportunity to swim. Okay, that is the end of my poem. Thank you so much. And now we'll get into some music.
Boy slash girl slash star. When my aunt says I, look like a boy as an insult. I blush. change the state of the world, but instead you keep buying material goods to satisfy whatever desire you have in that very moment? Me too. But now you can do both! 
Brock Shop and Community Thrift is a local vintage shop that fulfills your 1970s old chic fantasy while also supporting at-risk people through their compassionate and supportive work training program. All of their profits go to the PHS Community Services Society to support ongoing health care, harm reduction, and health promotion projects in Vancouver and Victoria. So stop by their two locations, Community Unisex on West Hastings or Community Frock Shop on Corral Street. And if you know any other local businesses that deserve recognition for their generous business practices or their contributions to the community, please DM us on Instagram at CITR and Discorder because we would love to spotlight them. Because hey, if you can't stop buying, you might as well start supporting. Cannot be alone. Are you looking for an album by a local artist where you can dance around to and cry to at the same time? Well, look no further. Once More with Feeling by Masank from Fanta Records is out now on all streaming platforms and can be purchased on Bandcamp. This is an album that has all the versatility you're looking for, from songs like Sober Most Nights to Note to Self, which is playing right now. We don't need to tell you that Vancouver has a housing problem. Mass evictions. Mass rent evictions. Unfair rent increases. What happened to rent control and protection from unfair eviction? If these or other housing matters concern you, you may be interested in joining the Vancouver Tenants Union. For more information, visit tenantsunion.ca. There is a lot of music out there, but only some is strange enough for you. My name is B, and on SlimeWire, I do the work for you, picking out freaky tunes to rule your nighttime world. So check it out, every Wednesday at 10 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting from the unceded territory of the Musqueam people, and this is Noise Complaint. Well, Iris, um, how did you feel about your set, the performance? You know, I, I'm i such a perfectionist, so there's a part of me that's like, that could have been better, but honestly, it was really fun. I had one of those moments where I'm just like, oh, wow, like, I'm doing a set, but these are all my songs. Yeah. Because I've been DJing for so long. Um, And I feel like when I was doing it, I was trying to kind of lay it out. Like, it was kind of like, I feel like in my music right now, I'm just kind of trying to have it be like a DJ set, but there's singing and, like, vocals. And, like, a lot of my songs are just, like, very, like, I make IDM, so it's, like, it goes all over the place. And, like, it's very... um, it's just like yeah it's very experimental um but i had i had fun i was very nervous because i i tried to prepare something fully before i got here but time has not been on my side lately (laughs) so (laughs) but i had fun i enjoyed it in line with the perfectionist 
statement. I was going to ask you about this, and you talked a bit about it at the end of your set, um, but I always like to ask musicians when they finally stop working on a song and decide that they've, like, it's finished. Yeah. It's where it needs to be. So how do you usually choose when that is? Wow, I feel like, like I said in my set, I feel like right now I'm making music where I'm just really allowing the feeling to determine that for me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I feel satisfied, um, I'm like, okay, it's over. But it's kind of nuanced for me because I think the reason why when I release music, I don't like to do, here's like a date, like November this or October this. I kind of just love to finish a thing and then just be like, there you go. Because that pressure makes me so anxious mm-hmm. of like having, giving myself that deadline. But I think I also have a tendency to stay with music for way longer than I should, which is um, I recently posted the track list for my mixtape that's coming out. And that was kind of me being like, okay, we need to let these songs go yeah, because I've had them for so long. So I feel like right now I'm like kind of determining that feeling still like I'm determining the feeling. But I think overall, usually, um, yeah, I think it's just always been like, okay, like I feel like good. But I think on the other hand, too, it's like I produce and I write and I come like I perform my tracks. So it's like I have that all done. So mm-hmm. it's a lot easier for me to like do that and know, okay, like I have a whole song finished. Yeah. 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 Um, obviously, you are a multi hyphenate. You make music, you do visual art. Um, I don't think I've heard your poetry before, but you performed some. That yeah. was lovely. Um, is it hard to choose where you want to like channel certain creative energy into, like medium wise, or do they all kind of work together in your brain like how do you navigate the different mediums you engage with that's a very very good question all your questions have been amazing thank you i researched (laughs) 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 i thought about it (laughs) um i feel like i have periods there's definitely times where and i think as i'm getting older i'm learning a little something called balance Mm -hmm. um i've been making art since I've been like a practicing artist showing my art publicly probably since I was 15 turning 16 so Mm -hmm. just like gallery like small friend shows like small galleries like um and you know over time I was like it's honestly an ADHD thing Mm. um but I think yeah as I'm getting older it's just about learning balance and there's those moments where like I'll be like like this summer like literally this year was supposed to be my year of rest and like (laughs) it's not been that um and that's okay i'm really enjoying what's happening but i think it's also taught me balance like there's been times where like i've had to be realistic with myself and like okay you can't do everything like you can only do this one thing um so it's really just yeah it's been that just learning balance and i think i also have eras like i remember there's there's been points where like I've been a painter and I was only a painter like the music wasn't happening Mm. or I'll be taking photos a lot um and the music won't be happening um and I think I'm just very good at juggling so much at once you know there's also moments where like okay like 
I'm gonna go to this photo shoot. I'm gonna model. After that, I'm gonna go to a show, do a DJ set, go to bed, wake up the next day, go style this thing and shoot yeah. it, and then like finish this painting that I have to show at this thing. So <laughs> my life is often sometimes like that, and um, I think yeah, just learning balance and also saying no, and also I write a lot. Like if you go in my house, it's just like a library of my writing. So I have so much so many ideas constantly and I've just learned to like write and organize things that was a very long answer but that's yeah. okay lots <laughs> of information yeah. um kind of also relating to balance in mm -hmm. your Suko magazine interview yeah. you mentioned how it's kind of hard to balance the being an artist but also being a faci facilitator of yeah. other people doing their art mm -hmm. um through unity arts collective which yeah hopefully talk more about yeah um how have you been finding navigating that balance um and are there like lessons you take from each side of that dynamic that you like you know knowing what it's like to maybe throw a show like it may change the way you act as an artist when being booked for other shows yeah et cetera. is that like no definitely that's like at the forefront and i think that if i was only an artist and i didn't do unity arts collective um then I think my experience with shows would be completely like coming in from a different lens. But because mm -hmm. I have that experience of being an organizer, it's really, really just made it differently. Um, and there's been so many times where like, and like, I think more and more I'm trying to do, I'm doing a lot, but it's like, I'm trying to do less if I don't have to do something. Yeah. Whereas like, there's been so many times where I'd go somewhere and like, the sound could be better or like I notice, you know, someone could have like done a certain step before a certain step, which would help their show. Mm -hmm. So I step in a little bit and help out. Um, and I'm trying to do less of that because I want people to learn their own lessons. Yeah. But um, I think, yeah, that's how difficult, that's how challenging it, it's been. And I think also like, let's say if I am organizing a show and I'm also on the bill, um, Often it's easy, but sometimes it can be really hard because things happen. Like, I had a show where so there was, like, a crisis and they needed me. Um, like, someone was having a mental health crisis and I really had to be there for this person. But I also had to be on stage presenting the yeah. next artists. So it's like I'm there for them and then I'd have to leave in between and, like, go on stage <laughs> and smile and be like, and now it's... And, like, make a joke and then run back out and, like, so... It's just really learning balance. Um, and I'm actually in the process of building a team with Unity Arts Collective so that in the future for stuff, it's not just I yeah, doing so much. And like I have a whole team of people. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much That's it. exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to see what the team looks like yeah. in the future. Yeah, um, yeah I feel like because I'm so much on one side of it where I'm usually just facilitating and like booking other people and I always hear for example like sound people being like oh, bands always do this and then yeah. artists being like oh, sound people always do yeah this do that yes yeah. yeah um so I feel like being in both sides of it you gain a lot of empathy for both perspectives and yeah it just makes it easier to like work with people yeah. more like that yeah um, and in the end I feel like it's honestly just made me like a better performer but mm -hmm. it's also made me have um just like more love for like the people that I book because I know what it's like to also do shows where you're being treated like shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like where you're being treated terribly. Um, so it's like I always just try to be really, really good to people.
Yeah. Um, and vice versa. Awesome. Um, do you want to speak a bit about what Unity Arts Collective is? Yeah, for When sure. it was born, what inspired you to create it? Yeah. Um, so Unity Arts Collective is a space and platform for QT BIPOC. BIPOC artists in Canada. Basically, I've started in 2020 during the BLM uprising that was happening. Mm -hmm. um, Unity Arts Collective actually started as a photo shoot project called Unity. I gathered. Oh, is that what Canon was a part of? Mm -hmm. oh. That is what Canon was a okay, part cool. of. So yeah, basically, I yeah, I gathered a bunch of friends and um, we just took photos of each other, makeup, styling, da 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 da. And then there was an interview portion. I made a little website. And then within that, there was also just like resources for like mental health and like where to donate to for like the uprising that was happening at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and then I ended up having a show quickly with that and like booking a bunch of friends. And then, yeah, I created like an Instagram for it and it was just kind of there. And then I spent the last three years of my life, three to four years, also just like moving around Canada. Well, the three, just the three cities I've never live anywhere else mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 but so a lot didn't not a lot happened in toronto did some stuff and did a lot of stuff in montreal and i feel like in montreal is where unity really took off the last few years um and i started this party called growing pains growing pains which is um i was basically creating a space where i was booking a lot of um mostly like black queer trans djs performers poets to perform because i feel like in that city um there wasn't a lot of space being given to a lot of people that looks like me to do what the hell they wanted so mm -hmm. i um i took it upon myself as i always do <laughs> <laughs> start growing pains and then um yeah, also just, like, markets and, like, clothing sales. Um, and then, yeah, I moved back here, and I decided to have growing pains here. But, yeah, basically that is it. But I feel like right now I'm in the... Like, it's definitely changed so much in the last few years. Yeah. Um, and I think I've learned so much about what direction I want to go. I feel like there's so many parties that are happening right now, and I think that that space is needed. Um and like I've been so grateful to be a part of helping create that um, and kind of like model I guess what like a much more like low key like we're like dancing and partying and the music is still giving but it's mm -hmm. not so much like insane like it can be like very chill yeah um, but I think as I create a team and I've been having conversations with people I think I definitely want to like move more into like having artist talks and doing fashion shows. I've not really seen a lot of collectives do that. That's true, yeah. And, like, yeah, so basically just having, like, pan more panels, more art shows, just more stuff that's just, like, chill and is helping people, like, actually connect within community. Because mm -hmm. I think that, you know, party space is great, but that's also, like, can be limiting for, like, people who maybe, like, don't like going to parties yeah. as much. Like myself, which you might be hearing Same. this in your surprise, because <laughs> I am a DJ who plays very, very loud music. But I feel like I'm kind of exiting out of that era of my life. Um, and I feel like I'm more focused on, like, 
you know, music and sound is still going to be a part of Unity Arts Collective, but in a different way. I feel like I'm more so focusing on, like, visual, um, visual arts and, like, giving people, like, room to tell their stories. Kind of like you and I are doing right now, but, like, mm-hmm. with an audience, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yeah. just have it be, like, an interactive experience. Um, and then, like, yeah, like, more ambient stuff. I want to do more, like workshops teaching people how to like produce music awesome. songwriting workshops so anyways you didn't ask for all that at the end that's but okay. that's my art collective it's called unity arts collective awesome um you mentioned like doing shows when you were 15 was that in vancouver did you grow up here yeah so i grew up in surrey actually okay yeah so i grew up my family immigrated or like my yeah my family immigrated here when i was 11 from east africa mm-hmm um, and then I went to school and grew up in Surrey. But then when I was, like, 15, 16, I, like, started coming downtown a little bit more and, you know, 333. Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. And, like, hanging out there, <laughs> hanging out at the Matador and just, like, with, you know, other young artsy people. And so I was meeting a lot of, like, friends at the time. And it's so crazy because there's so many people where it's like we've literally known each other for almost a decade. And wow. like that's crazy to me because we were just those kids who like started going out to like shows really, really young. But through that, I would meet people who like were having art shows. And I at the time was like very, very in my like this was literally before film photography was like a thing. Like, like <laughs> before it was invented. Before yeah. it was invented. It was popular again. <laughs> I was like in my film photography era and so I'd like take photos of literally anything and anyone and mm-hmm. I'd print them out because I really enjoyed just having the prints. Yeah. And then um so I did an art that was a part of an art show where I displayed a lot of my photos from like my life. Um mm-hmm. and then it kinda just took off from there. How did your engagement with like, the local art scene and music scene when you're a teenager kind of inform how you wanted to move forward yeah. being a facil- facilitator for other people? Yeah, um, I feel like definitely it's so long ago, so I'm like, that literally feels like past lives ago. But I think overall, like, the overall theme has just for me within the scene or whatever whatever i feel like i want to say industry now which is so weird (laughs) and taboo um because i feel like being in so many different cities all the time and like kind of being a part of the music industry but not really but anyways um yeah i'm like trying to think i feel like definitely there were mo like there was just like a lot of because it happened like for me like being given opportunities because that's what it comes down to happened very like here and there and i feel like i was also like not really that that focus like art wasn't my full-time job yeah per se i was like a kid and i was a student and like i was working and just doing what i was doing going to acting school so it's like oh acting yeah, so there was just, like, a lot of other things, but I think as time went on, I kind of really, really realized how, like, I wasn't being given a lot of opportunities, um, especially when I was starting out, um, but I think Newsy, when Newsy was happening with Betty and Zam, mm-hmm. they kind of really gave me, like, a room to just, like, be a part of panels, be a part of their shows, um, 
and like literally one of the first shows I ever did was with them um and so that kind of was very inspiring for me and even around that time it's like I always knew I wanted to be a part of an art collective and like I tried to be a part of an art collective with some friends actually and I think we're gonna call it Dada but it just didn't happen mm-hmm. um wasn't the time and that's okay um but I feel like yeah being a part of Newsy or not being a part of Newsy but like seeing what they were doing really inspired me and made me want to create something similar but like more um and like i think after a while where it's like i was an artist there wasn't a lot of opportunities coming my way and i I was really noticing how um a lot of people that were being prioritized were just like cis and white and like especially within queer spaces um and i feel like yeah that really made me just like speak out more about that and also like create my own platform where it's like that's not what i'm about yeah um and yeah and i think in terms of the future it's just like yeah it's really not only inspired me to like book more people who like look like me and like more people that are like queer trans like just starting Mm -hmm. um but i think it's really just made me it's like i want to give like someone who's like a sculpture you know what i mean like their own art show and then like have an artist talk where they talk about their process how they started because those spaces are so important um and i think within the work that i do within art i really just want to like put vulnerability at the forefront Mm -hmm. especially as someone who's like a community organizer working with a lot of marginalized um people it's really important for me to just like allow that space to be there um and like spaces where people are telling stories and like just yeah like telling their truth and i feel like the dance floor is a great space and i'm really grateful that it's there but i think i'm trying to take my art collective away from that and more into like just different spaces yeah yeah um i also want to talk about your upcoming mixtape debris uh is there any has there been anything that's particularly inspired this upcoming mixtape um have your influences changed like what has been kind of the mood board for what this mixtape is about to be yeah um i feel like i swear if i had a dollar for every time i said i feel like i would probably um um Um, (laughs) i know we we talked about this on the phone (laughs) it's fine we all have our crutches we all have our little things yeah um definitely i've spent the last little while listening to well like i dj electronic music yeah um and I DJ a lot of just, especially this last year, I was like, oh, wow, like, I really do be DJing Bailey Funk and mixing it with, like, music from Ballroom. Um, and But then I also really love, like, smooth sounds. Um, and I spent the summer listening to Kalila's Take Me Apart remix album. Mm-hmm. So good. And Jordan Riley's remix album as well um and just like listening to a lot of just 
femmes mm-hmm. and electronic music and it just really really was inspiring to me um i feel like the way i make music is funny because i write an entire i i start out with a word and then then within that word i'll like make that the title and then i'll start just listing like words or like words from like my life or like I have a song called Flowers I Got Myself and just like things like that. So it's, and then like it'll be 10 of those. And then that's how I'll create music. So I feel like with this, I've been working on music for like the last, like very consistently for probably like the last year and a half. Mm. Um, I j- and I just, you know, there were times where I was like, I don't know where this is going. This is definitely an interesting sound, but I just pushed through. And now that I'm kind of at the end, um, I feel like, yeah, I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't know what to do with this. And debris, um, it's also like sometimes I'll be going through something and I'll like Google an expression. I was like, what does it mean? Like with debris, it was just kind of like, what what's that thing when you like, you leave some, like there's just like remains of something and that word came up and it's just like i kept just referring to it so that kind of inspired the music in a way and just what i was wanting to say as well i feel like if it fits the mood very very perfectly but yeah i feel like definitely electronic music really inspired this but it's funny because it's not even like like it's not crazy like a lot of the tracks are just like very soft Mm -hmm. um I think I just wanted something where it's like there was like a soft landing but also this last year I became very aware of like my sound sensitivity issues Mm -hmm. so I feel like within a lot of the music I'm gonna be releasing you can really hear that well like I'm not gonna say you can really hear that but like for me it's like I'm able to hear that I'm like oh wow it's like this could have been very very aggressive but you like you um you automated it to make it just like very chill or like you replace this with that um to make it very very soft so i feel like yeah the music is really just being inspired by like life and i feel like the last thing i'll say um within this project like it was really this is just me like pushing myself and like not in like a bad way but just like in like a beautiful way where i'm like you know everything you like are scared or like yeah like because i'm a singer but i'm also like i don't like my voice (laughs) so it's like i'm pushing myself to like sing because when i think about the music industry and just the music in general that's happening around us that's like at the forefront i'm like if those people can get up there and say what they say um I think like I'm allowed that space as well so and I think I was also like damn everyone's a DJ this is a good time to like to be a singer be a singer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to bring singing back that's a one thing I feel like I two things actually me and Canon talk about that I wanted to mention yeah with your music um that applies to your music yeah is a a lot of people sing really quietly. Like, uh, so much music right now is, like, whisper singing. Yeah. So it's just really nice to hear someone just, like, sing. Like, just use their full voice, voice and just sing yeah. out and have their voice be bare. Like, I feel like it's a very brave thing to do. Like, even 
that's one thing to me that's like so unique about Solange is that it's just like her voice and mm-hmm. it's not overproduced and there's mm-hmm. like so much space around it and like not a lot of people do that yeah. at all. Um, and another thing about your music is the dynamics in it. I feel like that's one thing about like classical like music that was played with orchestras. It's like all about dynamics, mm-hmm. being loud and quiet um, and like looking at the levels while you were performing i'm like oh, i love the the range yeah. because i feel like that's lacking a lot is everything's just like loud 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 yeah so it's nice to have the variance in there no thank you for saying that and yeah just like solange kalila beyonce you yeah. know what i mean it's like i don't know that this summer this just this these last few years for music have been such like a beautiful time mm-hmm. and i think it really just inspired me um just like people who get on stage and don't care because about like oh my face is making these weird <laughs> moves as i sing and just really give it their all it's there's just something so real and like so beautiful about that and like that's kind of what i was channeling in this record and as i've been listening it's so funny like today i got so so shy like i i literally i woke up at i, I gave myself 10 hours of sleep for the first time in nice. a while woke up very early and like was making music and then like midday i was like oh my god i should not release any of these (laughs) songs like what if the person who they're about hears them and like thinks that like i'm annoying and this is silly and like i got in my head but then i was like shut up like this is so good yeah yeah also you mentioned listening to a lot of electronic music by black femmes um which is really like the the birth of electronic Mm -hmm. music so it's nice to see a lot of musicians like Kalela and like Rochelle Jordan yeah who are really popular and like kind yeah. of taking it back in the forefront of music yeah and contact is like is the best no like, <laughs> I listen to it yeah every time I listen to it I listen to it like four times in a row no it's literally so it's just so good yeah it's so so good yeah um, is there anything you want to plug or just put out into the world before we finish this interview um well, the mixtape that's coming out, um, I'm not, I don't really have, I don't really set dates for stuff, so just, you know, it's gonna be out when it's out, um, yeah, and then, what else? Where can people find you and keep up with yes, your updates? that is right. Um, if you enjoyed this interview, you can, or if, even if you didn't. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm just playing around. Just give me a second chance. <laughs> yeah, give me a second. No. But if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Bandcamp, Facebook, SoundCloud, TikTok, aka Sublime. AKA Sublime. AKA Sublime. AKA Sublime. Also, my name's Iris. I feel like there's been so many situations in the past where I've shown up to play shows. Uh, and I was like, hey, like I'm here. People are like, who? So, there's no one out there named AKA Sublime. Yeah, that's true. just my <laughs> performer name. But yeah. so yeah, that's where you can find me. Um, I have lots of DJ mixes, and also yeah, like I think the last thing I want to say is just, you know, there's so much happening in the world. I think just enjoy life and also support artists um, because without you guys' support, they can't like live yeah so 
Yeah. Great statement. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Iris, for coming and playing at the station today. Um, this has been Noise Complaint on CITR 101.9 FM. Tune in randomly because this is a random show. But follow us on Instagram at Fanta Records to see when the next one will be. Yeah. I also want to say thank you to Isia uh, and you. just, yeah, like Noise Complaint and the radio station because you'll always just support whatever I'm doing and it means literally the world to like see me in a list with the other artists talk like about the music I've made so I just wanted to say thank you like it, it really means a lot so yeah that's so nice to hear yeah. okay. yay that's the interview yay bye